step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Now listening to the sound of the shofar blowing. The shofar is a ram's horn that's blown to inspire the people to do their thing. The shofar is being blown uh, to coronate a queen or a king. And today we're blowing the shofar to call us to have awareness and bring our awareness to our breath. Uh, This is Faux Show Holistic Health and on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shofar, from Faux Show Energy Work. And today, family, I have a really great show for you. Um, it's a very empowering show, and I mean, it doesn't get much more empowering than empowering kids, and because uh, empowering the future with all that we have going on out here, uh, going on out here right now, it's very good to just be able to talk to people who are out here doing some things that are going to be changing the future because they're changing the kids. So, my guest today, family, is uh, one of three founders of Holistic Health, uh, Life Foundation along with Ali Smith and Otman Smith. Um, he's also the, uh, the marketing director of Holistic uh, Life Foundation. And they recently had, did a TED Talk. Uh, they have a program teaching yoga and meditation to kids at Robert W. Coleman Elementary and Patterson High School in Baltimore. So when I first saw this TED Talk with these three, these three gentlemen talking and what they were doing and how they were impacting uh, kids, I had to reach out to them. So... Without further ado, I want to go ahead and bring on my guest for today, Andres Gonzalez. Are you out there? Yeah, hey. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's a blessing to be on. Oh, cool, man. Peace. Thank you for thank you for being on. Like like I said, I had to just reach out to you, and uh, I appreciate you being on the show, but anything I can do to spotlight people like yourselves, I'm like, definitely got to do it. So thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cool, bro. Well, definitely, as you as y'all know, I like to just go ahead and jump in because the time is short. So, first off, you know what y'all are doing—you're helping kids feel empowered. So, I just want you to talk first on that, like for just to, if we really think about what that means is to empower kids. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's very important um, to what it is that we're trying to get across to the children when we are teaching them a lot of these uh, techniques, whether it's breathing techniques or meditation techniques or the movement and you know, um, allowing uh, a youth to be able to to understand that that they are in control of themselves, that they have that ability, and and the breath is that main tool that we like to use to really kind of hammer that point through. And we show them how when you are able to control your breath and you're aware of your breath, that in turn you're able to control your mind, your body, your emotions, you know, everything within you holistically. And I think that I I can't count how many times that I've seen it happen right in front of my eyes where I'll break two young gentlemen apart from having an argument or a confrontation, a physical altercation. And 
and and the one young gentleman that I walk away with, I tell him to put his hand on his heart, and he can feel his heart beating out of his chest. And I say, do the breath, do the breath. And, you know, initially they'll start just panting kind of in and out their mouth because they're so angry. But, like, no, do it the right way, the way we showed you through the nose. And, and you see them calm themselves down. You see their eyes open up and kind of feel how their heart rate slows down. And, and I get the same response every time. It's always, thank you, Mr. Andy. And I always say, hey, don't thank me. I ain't do nothing. You did it. And when when they see and feel that, that they are now in control. Because so often I feel like with all the stuff going on, you know, in the external world, that bombardment of stimuli can be overwhelming and make people often feel like they're not in control. And I feel like that that hint of it is so powerful. And that that empowerment, just that alone, I think, is one of the main things we really like to get across when we're teaching our techniques. No question. I mean, like you said on the TED Talk, you man, you broke it down. It was like, you know, we take about 20,000 breaths a day. And how, mm-hmm. how how we might not bring awareness to ten of them or even five of them. And so when you're getting kids at that young of an age to 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 realize that all they got to do is take a moment to just connect with that, and then they can change from that 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 anxiety or that fear or that anger. Uh, that's that's powerful mm-hmm. stuff. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to witness it because then you see, you know, days days later them take it in, into into their lives and start incorporating where someone will call them out their name and usually their 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 first response would be this impulsive re- reactionary response but then now they they assess the scenario they take their breath they get themselves right they're in the moment and they respond to scenarios and it's it's amazing to see the transformation that occurs or that occurs from that empowerment wow you know, another thing, Andres, that, that occurred to me because, uh, you know, there's been a study about this thing called epigenetics and how, like, our emotions can even affect our DNA or how it can, how it, it changes who we are literally. So what you're doing, you know, what you all are doing with um, with, with uh, the movement that you're doing is that you're, you're changing. This is a ripple effect through time and space. These kids will then interact with each other and then their kids and, I mean, this this is through time and space. This is some deep stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think, you know, the transformation that occurred within uh, myself and the other two founders, I think, is what really made us want to push forward and hope that others would, would find the same transformation. And, and, you know, and I think it goes, you know, like you're saying, it goes even further to where, you know, beyond them now knowing they're in control as they continue to, to, to use these techniques where they're going inward and they're, they're, they're getting a realization, a true realization of self, and, and with that comes a, um, a form of self-love that as, as they understand and recognize how to love themselves, then they become more compassionate individuals to others. So it's, it, it becomes where we're, we're taking these neighborhoods that, that used to be neighborhoods that we now call hoods because the neighbors all moved out. It, it's creating that sense of community again, you know? So we're really creating this wave, almost a tsunami of, of, of love of like, we like to call them like love zombies where, where people are starting to just infect each other with love, you know? And, and man, it, it's, it's powerful. It's, it, it's beautiful. Really. It really is. I love what you said there. Several really good points in there, Andres. But one of the things you said about you know the neighborhoods and how the, you know the neighbors have gone, and so it's just hoods and everything. And 
you, you're teaching kids how to really be neighborly. I know that's set in different religions and everything, but just in just in practical breath and meditation and then the yoga and everything, you all are really teaching people how to be good neighbors, you know, like the Allstate joint or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. Is it all true, though, State you know Farm? I mean? It's one of them, one of the mugs. I should, you see it enough it's times, it's, yeah, I should know what it is. I got the reference. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it's it's so true, man. You know, like just so we're we're based like our, our the neighborhood that Ali and I were raised in is a neighborhood that we ended up moving back in after college, and. And and we saw it being a shell of itself. You know, Ali and I would tell me how when they were younger, they had those bigger brothers around the neighborhood that were like, you know, they were like family. They weren't related to them. They may not have been doing the, the best things in the neighborhood, but they always looked out for the younger kids. And and you could see that gone, that missing, that missing generation when we moved back in. And, you know, when I would walk down in that street in northwest Baltimore right in front of our house, you know, I'm a Puerto Rican guy, but I'm light-skinned, so you can tell. And they would look at me and just either mug me up or, or ask me if I was an undercover police officer or if I was looking <laughs> for drugs. And, you know, like now when I walk down the street, it's like people waving and like, hey, Mr. Yoga Man, will meditation get me to stop smoking cigarettes or this and that? Because they see the impact that it's made. Because what we do when we're doing the teaching, and this is something that uh, we, we got from our teacher when, when our we first started practicing, um, really getting into our practice again. I mean, Ali and Atma had a practice early on in life, but it was like 15 years ago, and he said, look, I'm down to you know, show you all some stuff, but I, I, you need to make one promise. He's like, you know, I'm not teaching students. I'm teaching teachers. So you have to promise that to me. And we've taken that with us as we do our kind of mission right now, and we always do a reciprocal teaching model where the kids are always coming up and leading the, their, their, you know, their peers through the exercises. And what we found wow. is that makes it so when they go home, the parents that we're not able to reach, they then reach. So mom comes home stressed out, frustrated, and little six-year-old Johnny's like, Ma, you come sit down. You need to do some breathing and meditate with me. And then the next day, mm-hmm. mom comes to us like, hold on, I came home, and my son told me how to meditate. I thought y'all was doing yoga up in here. Because they don't know that, it, mm-hmm. that that's what it, it, it's all of that, you know, and it's, it's amazing that it changes the neighborhood to where we're back to it being a neighborhood again and the community because it takes all of us to work together to raise all the children that we have. So it's it's just been a beautiful experience. It's a blessing, and, and I'm just I'm just you know humbled and happy to be a part of of of, of the movement that we're having right now. It is a true movement too, and you're getting getting things moving and, and got the inertia and. and and force moving forward, uh, I feel like the universe at this moment is on your side anyway. Anything that aligns with these type of concepts and thoughts and these type of feelings and stuff is, is in alignment with what the, mo- the modus operandus of the moment is anyway. So um, much power to you on that, man. You, you said something about uh, no devotees, you know, like how you teach the, the kids to be leaders and everything and that the master is them, you know, and I, I think that's a beautiful concept. I mean, that that of itself goes beyond anything because um, I remember it was po- uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, one of the, the, found- the founders who brought, you know, yoga over from India. And um, I found out that he, I think it was in Chicago or some urban city or whatever, he, uh, I guess he had someone in his group or whatever, and uh, a black couple, and he approached him. He saw something in this one kid, and um, 
he told him like, look, you're this little kid is a he, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a tantra master, you know, and I want to teach him, you know, what tantra means and what you know, you know, and they allowed it, and this guy ended up being uh, Sanyata uh, Saraswati, who ended up being this amazing tantric master and everything. So it's, it is also opening up the doors for this cross pollinization of cultures and stuff, man. It's just um, amazing all the great the great benefits that that, was, that have come from the things that you all are doing. Yeah, you know, and um, it's crazy. That I love, I love that story too, because it, it it brings to mind, you know, so so often how how we see that in the kids too, and how we look, and you see this these youth that if we went out there reaching out to them and and just giving them the opportunity, you know, or at least showing them that hey, th- there's this other path. You can go this way if you want to, because you can see it in them. You know, if they didn't have someone like that, then they may not have ever taken this journey. And we have gentlemen who've been with us since they were in the fifth grade who are now 26 years old and are, are wow. still with us. They're our instructors. And they themselves wow. saw it. You know, They went through the program, and some of them stayed with us the whole time. Some of them went to college. But no matter what, they came back. And the, you know, the, the, the common factor, the thing that they all say is kind of like, hey, man, you know, this changed my life. And I want to do what y'all did for me for others. You know, the, the love just keeps coming, you know, so it's amazing. Like, kids that we won't see six, seven years, they come back, and we're like, hey, how you been? They're like, man, I want to get with y'all. I want to do what y'all do, and y'all change my life. So I can only imagine, you know, 10 years from now, you know, we started with 20 kids in that school program, and now it's got 160 kids in it. 10 years wow. from now, how many soldiers we're going to be able to have? Going out there and just, you know, reminding everyone of their, their, their true infinite self and, and, and really what we're all really capable of. You spark in so many minds the ripple effects uh, through time and space, man. It will reach to the point where it will be so many that you won't even know. Like just that little act of kindness of some kid that was in your thing or in your in your class or whatever, just some little act of random act of kindness or whatever, and that, that affects somebody else's life that you, you never even know about. I mean, already the lives that you've been touching and everything is just – it's beyond, you know, anything that, you know, we can really even quantify, man, which is beautiful. Um, uh, you know, one of the things with that, too, like where you talked about being able to reach the parents, you know, that, that, that struck me as deep, man, because I've, I know that that's one of the key problems. Like, you know, of course, Baltimore is famous for The Wire. And, you know, one of the key things in, that ep- in uh, what was it, season four, where, you know, they kind of highlighted and, and focused more on the kids. And, um one of the things that you that they really shined the light on in that in that in those episodes in that season was that even if you reach out to the kids, a lot of the a lot of the problem, man, is that you, you're not able to reach the, the parents. So I, that was a deep point that you ta- you touched on. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing to see because it got to a, a point where people, you know, the kids would just tell their parents, I want to be in the holistic program, I want to be in holistic because we have, you know, we have fun. That's a big part of when we're teaching too to make sure that not only is it practical and we're teaching them survival skills, but we're making it fun. So they keep coming back and they want, you know, they want more. And, and uh, I think their parents just thought it was an after-school program. They didn't really know that our main focus was the yoga part is, is, is this discipline to teach them this, you know. And and so when they would come back days, and it happened numerous times where a parent would come to me and be like, well, y'all doing yoga up in here? And I'm like, yeah. And then they, they'd be like, no way. I'm like, look in the gym right now. And they couldn't believe seeing their child sitting there still on the mat meditating. It would, along with sometimes 70 other kids all on the, and, and they know how crazy and off the hook these kids are all the time. 
and to see that they all had that in them, I think it was so mind-blowing to them. And then they, in turn, wanted to learn more. So they'd be like, well, can I come? Well, like, of course, anytime, you know. And that's the goal is just to get it out to any and everyone. You know, we get highlighted a lot for that youth work that we do. But we do all ages. I mean, we do drug rehab centers, mental health facilities, homeless shelters, elderly homes. We do corporate classes uh, to get us in, in, into the jails and the juvenile justice system. I mean, basically anywhere where they allow us to get in, we'll come in because everyone in some way, shape, or form is is feeling some type of stress, you know, in some manner or, or, or being overwhelmed or, or feel lost or out of control at some time and and I think we we have, you know, these skills that we make them up. These are ancient techniques that, that we just want to remind people about. Like, use your breath, you know, you know, go inward and stop being so overwhelmed. We are all in control. And I think that that's the main goal is just to, to get it out there. And it's like you say, even if it's just a smidgen of something, you know, opening a door, picking up someone's mm-hmm. pencil, you know, smiling at them when they walk by, the effect the domino effect that that can make. It's unbelievable. Right. It's really, it's unbelievable. I say, you know, all of that to that, because, I mean, it's like just loving themselves, you know, like with all the bombardment of drugs and gangs and police violence and porn, TV, uh, you know, songs, uh, video games, all of, all of which, a lot of it, man, is just, is a lot of negative messages out there right now without focusing too much on that or whatever, but to build the child up from the from the inside out you know, like the true meaning of the, the, where the word education comes from anyway is uh, udukare, which means to pull from within. And that's what y'all are doing, you know, like helping the kids to pull from within what's already in there instead of always trying to put information in, like what the, the emphasis is on uh, our education system is to put information in, but they have so much. They come to the planet already knowing it maybe sometimes deeply in them, but and we have to help them bring it out. But they already know what they want to do, you know. Heck yeah! And being able to I mean, quiet that mind, man. So it's powerful, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think it's innate. I think it's innate to everyone. Everyone, as they start experience it and feeling that that sense of inner peace and that connection, the interconnectedness to all and to everyone. I mean, I think that it, it's only natural for them to to you know be magnetized towards it and to move toward it. You know that. That sense of community and oneness and, and the team. I mean, I, I love that you mentioned Yogananda earlier. One of uh, my favorite quotes is from him. It was something along the lines of um, divisions are imaginary lines drawn by small minds. And I, and I cool. say that to people all the time that, you know, a, a society in general, I, I think a lot of what we've been taught and it is to constantly divide and, and to, to, to create a separation. Um, from each other, from other things, from objects, from animals, from plants, from whatever it is. And I think as as, as we as humans um, continue to learn that we are all interconnected with, with all things, and, you know, on the atomic level and everything, uh, that that is when we're really going to start, you know, spiraling like like slight sideways to, back towards the source and towards the oneness. And I think we're getting there. You know, it takes baby steps. Slowly but surely, but I think everyone innately has that within them, that that, that that is what they all want. And to achieve and to be is one once again. Uh, Shay, I, I agree with you on that, man, because uh, what we see him is like, uh, you know, the, both the quote-unquote center and the, the, the quote-unquote saved, you know, the, the, the Democrat and the Republican, what, whoever, all of you breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's just bring it back to the simple stuff. You all breathe. 
you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we go off into all these other other things that, like you say, draw draws imaginary lines. It, the more, the bigger our mind gets, the littler it gets. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so true. And I use, I love how you said it too, because I say it to people all the time when, it, you know, I come and say it's like an introductory class or a session. Or, People just want to learn some stuff. And I'm like, all right, so we're going to go with some like, yoga, some mindfulness today. And people will be like, oh, yoga. Oh, I don't do yoga. And I'm like, well, you breathe, right? you breathing, right? And they look at me all crazy, kind of like, yeah, I'm alive. And I'm like, well, you doing yoga, man? Like, that's, that's Your life starts with your first breath and ends with your last breath. You know, in this, in this physical plane, that's pretty, it's got to be pretty powerful. And that's one thing that I, I think that, we don't really look into it enough. It's like I said on that talk, 21,600 breaths. There was a recent study done that said if you take six breaths a, a minute, so that's uh, five on the inhale, five on the exhale. If you were able to slow your breathing rate to six breaths per minute in this recent study, they said that it can increase your lifespan 10 to 15 years. Wow. Now, that's amazing, and this is this is what I, I when I when I'm going out and speaking to people, it blows my mind that I went through high school, I got went through college, got mm. my bachelor's, got my master's degree, and ain't learned nothing about that. <laughs> you know all this right. higher education, right. but they ain't tell me how to breathe the right way. So I think that, that when we were going through our journey, myself and the founders, and that was one thing I think that we, was such a profound thing and just hit us like, how they teach us this? And why ain't no one teach us? And that's why we're so adamant. Every class we start with, the first thing we teach is the breath, no matter what. Any of my instructors, first thing we teach is the breath. You carry it with you all the time. You ain't got to look for it or reach for it. It's with you all the time. And it just it used to be so mind boggling to me afterwards when I graduated, like I can't and I was going through the process like, why what almost like they, what are they hiding this from me? It's, it ain't that hard. We're all doing it. You know what I mean? It's it's powerful. And I think that that, that I think just having that small conversation and then instructing an individual through it, I think it starts getting their wheels going in their head and they start thinking about it more. And then now it's about awareness. They start paying attention to their breath. They start looking at other people and seeing how the people are breathing, you know, that as their respiratory system and their heart rate increases, they start recognizing it quicker and allows them to know what's going on. So it's not so automatic because no matter what your nervous system and everything is going to react to certain things, it's natural for survival, but being able to be in control and aware of when those things are happening, you can then adjust accordingly so that you're not, we like to say, bringing the tiger into the, into the house with us. You know, back in the day when you saw a tiger or a bear, you immediately, your brain made everything stress mode, fight or flight, do something. But nowadays right. people are bringing their tigers and bears home with them. They're always in this stressed out, tight, intense moment where their sympathetic nervous system is firing off and they can't get back to that rest and state. And the easiest tools to, to access to get there is your breath. Mm. Amen. <laughs> yeah, true. I like how you said bringing the tiger and the bear back home with us, man, because staying in that stressed out, stressed out where that nori epinephrine, epinephrine, a.k.a. adrenaline mm-hmm. is always pumping and stuff, that ain't a good look. You know that's that's nah. that's gonna lead to some health problems. You know what I mean? So yeah, the cortisol levels increase, it's ulcers, you know, all that stuff. You, you can't do that. 
And so many people are like that. Oh, easily, man. You sit in, you know, I'm out here in, on the West Coast, man. You sit in some L.A. traffic long enough and see how that cortisol, you know, start, you know, and all that stuff start. You you get it, but you over there in, uh, on the East Coast, man, so Baltimore and D.C. traffic, man, you you know. But, but oh, man, man, wow, that's that's deep stuff, man, to, to that y'all are touching on, man. And, you know, it was another point on there that, um, where you you talked about uh, that that I wanted to touch on too is that I feel like uh, what all what y'all are doing like when you get the kids to teach each other and, and to come up and stuff. Uh, you had a question on one of the TED talks where you said, "What are we going to do about it?" And you're focused on each word about that about that phrase. And one of the words that stood out is "we." Um, getting kids, you know, at a young age to understand like, yo, it's going to take a village to change some stuff. Uh, if you want to touch on that 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 concept, man, because that's that's empowering. Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it really started kind of when you know when when me and the um, two Smith brothers got together, we really just seen the suffering in the world, and and, and we don't know why we thought it was going to be us, but we like had it in our minds the three of us we gonna save the world, you know, like we got this, we gonna <laughs> fix everything. I don't know why we thought that, but that's what I was in our minds, and um, right, and I remember right, we right. started on our journey and and on this mission. You know, we started getting pretty overwhelmed. Like, dang, it's a lot to do. You know, we there's a lot of people out here, and a whole lot of suffering. And how are we gonna remind everyone? And people would be asking us, you know, how we how can we clone y'all? How can we clone y'all? You know, and I think that's when we saw the you know the younger generation, these these young guys and girls that we were working with. We seen ourselves in them, and we're like, well, we already got our clones. They already, you know, we could see the transformation happening, kind of being like, oh, we got this, and and then going. You know, having the ability to meet more people and, and to go and travel around the nation and the world and speaking to people and seeing how, you know, it all resonates with everyone, no matter what culture or language or, uh, you know, any demographic, it, it just fit. And, and you could see that, man, it's so needed and there's no way just we can do it. You know, it has to be a team and, and, and it would be inspiring because we go to these events and, and think that we were the only ones doing this and meet, you know, other groups that were just like us in different parts of the world that were, you know, it might not be the same techniques and, and the same formula and the same way they did it, but it's the same message. You could see it, how there's this 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 consciousness that was growing and and we knew and, and today we adamantly know that, that it can't be done by just a few people. It has to be us all that together that we have to do this. You know, it's the only way it's going to be successful is for everyone to unite and do it. And I think that that's kind of how it just it grew. You know, it's like that snowball effect where it was a little snowball rolling down the hill. And as we kept getting momentum, we kept picking up more snow. When they got to it was a boulder and then an avalanche. And we're like, man, it's going to be all of we We got this. It's going to do it. So I think that, you know, I can't pinpoint exactly when it was like this is when it happened i think it was it just grew and it still is and we can just see that it it, it takes all of us that all of us have to unite and do it together amen man like man we already like two minutes and 30 seconds left man so you know and and if if y'all you know listeners family out there if you're taking what andres is sharing with us you know um feeling inspired you know uh I mean, it's affecting our nervous system, or as I like to call it from the work that I do, man, the awareness system. 
because uh, they already mm-hmm. be programming ourselves subconsciously to or superconsciously to to be nervous, you know, with the the way that they program us. So the awareness system, but he, what he's saying is affecting the awareness system right now. And what you're saying too, man, is like it's giving people that degree of knowledge that you, we won't get in the school systems, and I think sometimes that's on purpose. Real quick, as we're under two minutes, how can, you know, if people want to get involved or if they want to just learn more or send their kids to get, you know, how can they get more information? Yeah, sure, So, and I appreciate that too. You can uh, go on our website, that's hlfinc.org. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at hlfinc. Um, like us on Facebook. Uh, we on Instagram, Holistic Life Foundation, or just give us a call for real at our office. It's a four one zero two three five forty three hundred. Yeah, please reach out. Uh, we always need help. We always like to find other people interested in doing this work and teaming up with us to collaborate. And, and like we were saying in the conversation, make it we and all of us together work together. And uh, you know, in closing, one last thing I like to say: I like to always kind of do our endings like this just to remind all our listeners you know that uh you know love is the most powerful force in the universe it really is and and uh from the holistic life foundation we love all y'all that are listening and uh and thank you so much for your time for real thank you andres yeah same here uh, much love to you and and to the smith brothers and to all of the people man that you're working with definitely appreciate what you're doing and look forward to meeting you all at some point again uh y'all are listening to full show holistic health on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your guest, Shofar, from Fosho Energy Work. And thank you all for tuning in. We love you all of you all, and stay up. Keep shining. Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.